Hey everybody, it's time again for M-Class Emails with your hosts, Jeff Pennington and Josh Henderson. Hey, it's me, Josh! He's the wacky one. <laughs> fart, 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 dicks, fart. Damn. It's like the real Josh is here with me right now. <laughs> M-Class crazy. Email is our secondary program where we sit down... With your missives that you've sent into our inbox, and uh, we read them and we answer questions. We uh, get told a lot of people's life stories for some reason. That's fine. Yeah, we're we're <laughs> therapy for some, I guess. <laughs> uh, I will preface this episode with the fact that we are two hours past where we're normally done with these podcasts. Yeah, we we did a lot of dick sucking in between. <laughs> We actually didn't this time. No, we, we didn't. didn't. Shoot the shit. So yeah. it took up a lot of time. Which if you'd it's like... It's time. If you'd like to shoot the shit, head over to patreon.com slash podcast. It'll be up right now. That's cool. Uh, I mean, unless you got this a week early, then it won't be. It'll be up No, next then week. it won't be. <laughs> it's all too complicated for... Schrodinger's shoot the shit. Is it's it either there is it or it isn't. Uh, so we did trim some uh, a lot of the emails we got down... Uh, if your email wasn't read on this episode, please don't message me and be mad about it. It's just it's, the way it is. It's We're, just a dumb write-in show. It's fine. I'm Jeff sorry. has a wife he has to feed. I have to do stuff, maybe. I don't know. We'll figure it out. <laughs> uh, we didn't even set up an order for reading these, so I'll just start. All right, sounds uh, good. Our first email is from Lodair. Ooh. And it's entitled, A Question About DSC and SNW and Their Diversity Slash Good Writing Ratio. Okay. Hello. Hi! My name is Lodair, and I'm from Brazil. Oh, cool. Pretty sick. I've just these past few months become a fan of the podcast. I discovered you guys while searching for a review of the Deep Space Nine episode Rejoined, and I fell in love with the show at first listen. Yay! I really like your commentary and insights into the episodes, not to mention your jokes. They really make me laugh a lot. Oh my oh. god, somebody laughs at my shit? Holy People shit. People find us funny? In Brazil? Oh, jizz. <laughs> oh, oh uh, god. Now I have a question for you guys, and it's about Discovery. I know Ooh. you guys don't like it. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. But I was curious about what, uh, what you think of the fact that it was the first Star Trek show to have a black woman as a protagonist, as well mm-hmm. as the first Trek to have openly LGBTQ characters, which are really LGBTQ, not an allegory yeah. like the Trill, like its first gay couple and its first aired male same-sex same kiss, trans mm-hmm. character, non-binary character, etc. And if you appreciate that aspect of it at least. I ask this because I like Discovery and its characters' diversity, especially when it comes to sexual diversity, being a bi guy myself. But I do think it could use better writing. Well, on the other hand, I think that Strange New World has had mostly good writing so far. I even like the Gorn episode. Sorry. Uh (laughs) Wow. Jeff's eye is twitching. My wiener went right back in my body when I heard that. Oh, no. But it's not very diverse, given that its three main characters are white and straight. I'm yeah. curious to hear what you think of the diversity-slash-writing-quality ratio of those shows, I suppose. I, I'm, i like, fully on board for yeah. Discovery sort of breaking down those doors and having these characters that, like, represent people who haven't found themselves as strongly represented in Trek before or just, like, completely not represented. Yeah. And I find the fact that the... 
the writing doesn't reach the same level of quality to be like really shitty. I hate that. It sucks. Yeah, it sucks that the characters like who represent these like demographics that haven't been represented in any television really as until recently, but their characters lack uh you know, like a like a humanity to them, or like a, even a good story to just follow. Like, I, I don't know, like the the doctor and and uh, Angel from uh, <laughs> what's his name? I forget his real name. Shit. The, the 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 gay doctor and the and his husband, like they like write them off, right? They like they're not together anymore. I don't they, think they they have like I guess that gets into spoilers where they yeah. they do bury their gays and then unbury them. Yeah, which and I haven't watched the show in seasons and seasons. I imagine they're back together at this point. But okay, yeah. There's like a sort of drama farming that's happening yes. with these characters where like they aren't allowed to be written in the same way that previous yes. Star Trek characters were written. Yeah. In a way that like gives them the sort of the same sort of gravitas and dignity as like a Picard or like even yeah. a horn doggy Riker. It's like yeah, These, the writing does not reach the same level as previous Star Treks, and it also doesn't live up to the promise that having so much diversity does promise its audience. That like we're gonna get new viewpoints, we're gonna get like this representation is gonna go yeah. beyond like a like just finally having them here and actually exactly. giving them stories that fit into that representation. It, it would be much more interesting to me. And much more poignant if the the crew of the Discovery all got along and showed that like all these different people do in fact get along and that their their you know their their cause to be in Starfleet is what unites them and yeah. makes the, their diversity makes them better together. Absolutely. That would a, be better in a in a bad way. <clears throat> I will say like I I feel and this this is not based on any sort of facts or anything. So we're mm-hmm. going full QAnon. I think the government, no. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. That might not be even be a joke that people from Brazil would Yeah, do. they I might apologize. not know. If they do, if they don't, God yeah, fucking bless you. <laughs> good. Don't worry good. about it. Yeah, good. Um, I, I feel like the fact that the main few characters of Strange New Worlds aren't very diverse might have been on purpose... Yeah, because like they feel like the negative reaction to Discovery, and let's be honest, a lot of it was based on the fact that it was so diverse. I know where you're going with this, and I also tend to agree with. So like they they decided in (laughs) reaction to that to get that audience back that they were going to have a show that wasn't as diverse on the surface. Maybe it was failure by design, right? Like to give them an excuse not to have characters that are as diverse. I, you know, I don't know. I don't Discovery, know. Um, Discovery's diversity is, is a strength to it. And I yeah. think uh, if it ever gives up its ambitions to be Star Wars for, like, Star Trek for Star Wars fans... Yeah. Uh, it would be great. I think it would be, uh, an ex- like, an excellent move in the right direction for the franchise. Like, having... Yeah. Diversity be absolutely its face is like a is like a necess, uh, yeah, necessary part of Star Trek since the beginning. Yeah, just fucking own it, man, and and quit trying to like I don't know. Everyone's 
so pissed off it's all true. the time. <laughs> it's the thing that really fucking sucked was like hearing all of this initial backlash against Discovery and like seeing this giant racist, like bigoted, yeah, homophobic yeah. front in front of it and being like, "Oh damn, that sucks." And then yeah. watching the show and not liking it, I was yeah. like, I don't want to be part of this. You don't want to agree, right? But yeah. the story is is so bad. Yeah. It's so bad. I, I like. Ugh. I don't want to be lumped in with those type of people. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. So you you may have noticed if you've listened to M Class for a long time. I know Lodair just started. Yeah. But um, we talk about Discovery less and less and less and less and less as the show goes on because mm-hmm. I, I think our opinion is already fairly well known, but also I, I really don't want to be lumped in with Discovery haters for the most part. Yeah, and, and like you said, like we don't hate the show because of the diversity and all that. Like That's great. Like Honestly, that's what we want yeah. from Star Trek, yes, to be more, honest. More of that, yeah. I just the the it's a it's a mess. It's just a mess. <laughs> like, also, yeah. like I'm a thousand percent certain I'm mispronouncing your name. I apologize for that. Perhaps. <laughs> um, thank you guys for putting on such an awesome podcast that has entertained me a lot this past year. So much so that even though I only started listening to you a few months ago, you still were my second most listened to podcast Woo! on the year on Spotify. And uh, Lidair sent a photo in as well. Hell yeah. I hope you two have an excellent holiday season. Keep up the great work. Oh yeah, thank you. Thank you. What a great, nice fucking email. Thank you that so much. That was great. Thank you. What's that next one? Next one. There's two of them. Read but the first I'll, one I'll first. just read the... <laughs> Is the first one the bottom one? No, no. it's not. Okay. Um, this one's from... Uh, wait, do I have to make this bigger? You gotta click on it. Oh my god, who... Uh, is this... What's their name? Stefan. Lieutenant Junior Grade Stefan. Okay. Uh, it's called New Roommate. Uh, hey, Trek men. I just rescued a puppy to be a companion for my dog. You got your dog a dog. <laughs> <laughs> They're doing great together so far, but it got me wondering if you have any experience or uh, make bigger. What is happening uh, with your emails? My right email now? is like this: uh, experience or stories about integrating a new animal into a house that already has one. How did they react? How long did it take for them to warm up to each other? Any lessons learned the hard way? Lieutenant Junior Grade Stefan aboard the puppy tax included below. Look He's at so these cute! This adorable puppy. He's got a shirt on. <laughs> 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 Look at this other dog. He loves that dog. The big the big dog is named Elliot, and the little one is Scully. That's great. The, the l- good thing about dogs is you can't really go wrong with dogs, right? Like dogs are so sweet. Like they'll like each other because they're dogs. That's, that's what dogs do. That's true. The thing is, like when I read this email earlier, I laughed when I read yeah. it because like my cats got integrated. Four years ago, five years yeah. ago, and yeah. they still hate each other's guts. Yeah, cats are, <laughs> dude. Cats are tough. I'm lucky that my cats like each other, but like they every time like I do the podcast, like they beat the shit out of each other. But they're oh, playing, yeah. right? Like our my data hates Miles. Data is the older cat that we've yeah. had longer. She hates his guts. He yeah. wants to be friends with her so bad. Yeah, redhead cats love that. They love other like cats. Like he he's also a dickhead though. Where yeah, like if is. she's not looking at him, he will run and pounce on her as hard as he can. <laughs> even though he knows she hates it. 
Yeah. And she always beats him, like knocks him around when he does it, but <laughs> he still him. does it every time. They're <laughs> both jockeying to be like the one, the high cat, the high cat on the yeah. totem pole. Yeah, they want to be number one. And it's it's not going to happen for poor Miles. He really needs to give it up, to be he honest. He needs to give it up. <laughs> Oh, well, Miles, good try. Um, could be worse. You could be married to uh, Keiko. <laughs> oh, boom. I will say, moving helped a lot. Cause, yeah, like, data, shared trauma. Yeah. True. <laughs> but Data in the place where we like uh, had been before was by herself, so this was her territory. Right. And she's in control of her territory. And we got Miles, and she wouldn't even let him out of a room. Yeah, like, but she here, hated him yeah. so much, and she'd constantly try to attack him and like hiss and scream and attack mm. him. And then we moved to Pittsburgh, and it was neither of them's territory. Yeah, they, it was a f- clean slate, and they <laughs> sort of like staked out territory for themselves. And then we moved again, and they got so tired of it that they don't even stake territory out anymore. Yeah, dude. Yeah, uh, my cats get along because I'm in charge. That's about it. Damn, I'm the I leader. I see how it is. No, it's how it is. I get boy cats only because boy cats will well, date is a girl fall in cat. line. Yeah. Girl cats are like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> Data, like, gets attitude with Crystal sometimes, even, where she's like, I'm higher on the totem pole yeah. than you. I'm his favorite woman. And, like, <laughs> Crystal has to, like, put her back in her place sometimes. Yeah, because, like, yeah. If she does something stupid to me, like if she tries to like, she decides she's gonna attack me when I walk past, mm-hmm. I'll like pick her up against her will, and go yeah. buh and puh in her face. Yeah, and she yeah. hates that more than anything on earth. So yeah. she falls in line. <laughs> yep, yep. Miles is afraid of everything, so he falls in line pretty easy. Yeah. <laughs> I love cats, but dogs dogs are easy. You just put a dog with a dog, and they're like, we're best friends now. Yeah, this is great. <laughs> yeah, holy shit. Which There's is, another dog? Which is, funnily enough, how Josh and I became best friends. Yeah. <laughs> I sniffed his butt, and I was like, wait a minute. We just His butt smells like my butt. We talked about Star Trek once, and we were like, holy shit, are we best friends? Yup. <laughs> <laughs> Our next email is Do you hear from, this? I do not. They're getting they're 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 fighting. They knew. Our next anyway, our next ahead. email is from Ziminier, mm-hmm. and it's entitled "Follow Up for Cats." Ah. and Ooh. then Doctor Wiwi's Wobot Masters. <laughs> Did you ever play Mega Man Eight? No, in, I don't think so. In Mega Man Eight, they have like voiced cutscenes, but they didn't hire voice actors in the cool. American version. So, <laughs> Super like, cool. Whoever's doing Dr. Light is doing a weird fucking Elmer Fudd impression. Yeah, with like a speech impression. So he's like, Mega, Mega Man, you must defeat Dr. Wiwi. Stop him <laughs> before he gets the evil energy. <laughs> and I stumbled on saying Mega Man on purpose because he does in the official he, release he of the know game. How to say Mega Man. He says, Mega Man, we must stop Dr. Wiwi. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, <laughs> sup Trek boys to men keeping it coolly high harmony me too damn good fucking album what a fucking great reference yeah <laughs> boys to men 
are were like the nineties in incarnate. Like they yeah. appeared on January first, nineteen ninety. And they disappeared into the ether on New Year's Eve 2000. <laughs> they just fucking Marty McFly vanished out of existence. Uh, the favorite mug that my cats broke that I mentioned last time was a Pokeball mug. <laughs> I do hear your cats. You hear that? <laughs> yeah, they're going nuts, dude. It was terrible to drink out of, but it was nice decoration. Mm-hmm. Pork and beans pushed it off the counter when they were playing. Luckily, they haven't broken my favorite drinking mug, which has fucking toe jam and earl oh, on it. Hell man. yeah! Oh, pork and beans are the two kittens. Their names is are that sh- a is that a Weezer song? Pork and beans? <laughs> That's a food. Yeah, but there's a Weezer song. Pork, pork and beans. Their names are short for pork chop cutlet and baked beans. Well, that answers my question. The two old fuck cats are Ash Williams. And Lunatic. I wonder which of those cats you like better. Yeah, Lunatic, yeah. Topic change and gauge. <laughs> Damn, it's seamless. My introduction to Mega Man was pretty late in the grand scheme of things. I rented both Mega Man Legends, a banger game, mm-hmm. and Mega Man X4, a pretty alright game, from yeah. a blockbuster or Hollywood video or somewhere else that's now out of business while I was staying at my aunt's as a kiddo. West Coast? Was it a West Coast video? I fell in love with the series at that point, but when I tried to play the newest of the original Mega Man series at the time, Mega Man 8, it just didn't click with me. I've heard that it's considered pretty low-ranked in that era, so maybe it was a bad first impression. It is my least favorite Mega Man game. I like how they put 20XX, because that's like in the game. Uh, well, I didn't want to point that out because it's not the right era. Oh, fuck! 20XX is Mega Man X's era. 2000X is Mega Man's era. Sorry, this everyone. Guy. I know this, too much about this dumb fucking, shit. This fucking guy. Every time. <laughs> because of that, I always slept on the original series. Oh, what a fool I was. Yup. As of this writing yesterday, I beat the first Mega Man start to finish on a live stream, and today I did the same for Mega Man 2. Those are tough, man. I plan on continuing through the rest of the series this way. Uh, dang, am I kicking myself for skipping the origins of this series. Mega Man 1 had some BS, true, but Mm -hmm. 2 is a near-perfect 10 out of 10 game. It's a great game. It's almost fate that I should get into it, though. Mega Man 1 came out on December 17th, 1987, exactly one week before I was born. You're a Christmas Eve baby? My God. So Mega Man and I are both about to celebrate 35 years. Damn. You old as fuck, dog. Happy birthday, old piece of shit. (laughs) Is there anything you finally went back and tried later in life that you regret not doing it sooner? Or how about just some retro stuff you adore? Smell you later, Lieutenant (laughs) Ziminar. Or Ziminar? Zim, yeah. like It's Ziminar. Ziminar. Uh, Ziminier. Aboard the Ziminier. Got it. We got there. I said it right the first time, (laughs) and not the 90 other times I said it. Aboard the USS Fun Employment. I'm no longer with (laughs) (laughs) G-Stop. It's Uh, not retro, but like I really resisted playing the game Undertale for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the fans of that game are literally insufferable. They're cannibals. They're fucking cannibals. And I finally played it last year. Yeah. 
and I was like, damn, this game's actually pretty fucking fun. It's, it's like, yeah. really funny. It's, like, a funny, fun little game. I don't understand why people are, like, obsessive with it, but it's yeah. fun and funny. It's a good game. It's it's pretty smart game, too. Yeah. Like, you know. Like, I, I played it, and the sequel had just had its, like, first chapter released, Deltarune. Yeah. So I finished yeah. the original game and then started Deltarune the day after. That's cool. I love when stuff like that happens. Man. Yeah, it just sort yeah. of lined up that way. Yeah, it was like that happened with the King Killer Chronicles. I read the first one, and like the second book came out like the next day. That's and I was like, fucking. That's cool. a coincidence. That's you know? awesome. <laughs> yeah, but like, I mean, everybody knows me. Like, I fucking love retro video game anything. Like, yeah, back when Amazon, like in the in the late nineties, early to like right when Amazon came out, right, like. Me and my friends would buy the cartridges of these games because you could do that from other sellers yeah. on Amazon, right? Mm-hmm. For like four dollars, three dollars, you know what I mean? For, and we would just as an example, let's yeah. go to eBay.com. Yeah. Yep. And let's type in uh, Earthbound. Yeah. Well, Earth. Yeah. Fuck, dude. Yeah. Earthbound <laughs> SNES, and let's see what comes up. Oh, only $3,300. There you go. Does it have a box with it yeah, or no? It's authentic, oh, 100% authentic, complete in box. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, to buy it not in box is uh, $500. Yeah, so, you know, pretty cheap. Uh, <laughs> but we would buy, we would, we would on Christmas break, because we were in college, we would all hang out at their house, right? Like all the time, and they're mom like probably hated us oh probably but, like there's no probably to yeah there definitely <laughs> but like we would beat we would try to beat the Mega Man games and like we, we got to like Mega Man 6 right mm. and I remember just being like this is so hard like this is getting so difficult Mega Man 6 is my favorite one yeah and yeah. It, it is hard it's probably one of the harder games because like because those games have like this weird sort of baked in storyline to them that they mm-hmm. tell you in Japan but yeah. in America, they don't fucking bother for the most part. No, no. They're just like, there was a robot tournament and Mr. X showed up and took the yeah. robots and now you got to fight them. Yep. But in the Japanese version, they tell you that all of these robots were made all around the world by different scientists, like the top in their field, to mm-hmm. be the new Mega Man. Oh, they're going to be the new Mega like, Man. Like, they're meant to be heroes who protect the world and like be the new Mega Man, so they're, they're all Ultrons. The, they're all on the same level as you. Oh, that sucks. And uh, <laughs> that's why like fighting the bosses in that game is harder because it's baked it's, into the story. It's hard as shit, dude. I'm uh, flawless at it. Thank you very much. Many many controllers were thrown <laughs> that that Christmas break. Um, I don't know which Mega Man in, in the original... Well, the first one is the hardest because they hadn't figured out the gameplay quite yet. Yeah, the jump is a little goofy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Some of the bosses are, like, weirdly yeah. powerful for no reason. Yeah, there's certain things you gotta do, right? Which is, like, again, it's kind of weirdly baked into the story, right? Because, like, all of the Robot Masters are weak to one of the other Robot Masters in the same series, right? Yeah, yeah. And Mega Man is in the same series as those Robot Masters. They were all built by Dr. Light. Yeah, so, so he's why is weak he... to Elect Man. Yeah. Like, Elect Man does 10 fucking points of damage with every hit, and you only have 30-some health. Yeah, fuck <laughs> Elect Man. Who elected him? Ha-ha! 
fucking taking yeah. down those in power, punching up at Elect That's Man. right. <laughs> Fuck you, Elect Man. You fucking 1% bitch. Thank you for that email. That was great email. I love getting to talk about Mega Man when Josh has to sit there. I've played it, so I know. I know some things. What's that next email? A dog? It's from Fresh Fry. What up? Lieutenant. Hey, you slutty, slutty, sexy sluts. Wow. Damn. I feel degraded. I feel like a piece of meat. I kind of enjoy it, not gonna lie. Half-mast. <laughs> Bet you guys are throbbing hard for some peyotes. Half-mast. Wow. Read my, read my dick's mind. We'll spread those cheeks like Spock spreads the teachings of Surak. Does he? Because here they are. <laughs> All right, here's the first one. Par- D- Tom Paris introduces the crew of Voyager to the arcade game Dance Dance Revolution. Soon, Seven of Nine and Neelix get into a heated rivalry of breaking the high score on the hardest song. Seven begins to fall behind in the battle. While she can perfectly hit the dance pads in time, she can't match the passion Neelix has in his steps. So then turns to Janeway for lessons in grooving. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Does Janeway dance? Janeway looks like she she keeps the uh, coat hangers and all of her clothing. Yeah, she wears she's stiff. She's real stiff. She's yeah. stiff as fuck. It should be she goes to the holodeck and does like a uh, Dr. Crusher program because she dances. She gets fucked by a candle. Yeah, then you could watch that, and it would be that's a that's a pitch it if she gets fucked by the candle. Um, I think that would be highly out of the norm for a Star Trek episode. Uh, <laughs> so I'm gonna pitch it. <laughs> All right, here's another one. Data realizes he has no last name, like Cher, and proceeds to go through every word in Starfleet's record to find a suitable surname. He narrows it down. He narrows down his choices to Winamp and Tamagotchi before deciding not to have a real last name because people with only one name are cool, like Cher. Uh, wouldn't Data's last name be Soong? Soong, yeah, Data Soong. Uh, I like that. I think that's a pretty cool Data episode. Winamp. With besides the Winamp and Tamagotchi part, I think that would be a, a fun little B yeah. plot, right? Where he's like asking people what they think a good last name for him is and yeah. everybody has a different answer and he doesn't like any of them. You could go to Riker and Riker would be like, what's your family name, Commander? And Riker's like, I don't know, it just sounded fucking cool. Sounds sick as fuck. What you should do is choose a name that sounds <laughs> sick as fuck. You could be Data Bear Slayer. <laughs> yeah, you could do like, yeah, and then he goes to like Vulcans and he has like a hyphenated name or like a, like a Data... To tall, to dat, to dat, to dat ass, to dat ass. Oh fuck yeah! That's a classic reference. Everyone. Gets. O'Brien begins a thorough. <laughs> <laughs> O'Brien begins a thorough maintenance check on Deep Space Nine when he discovers a tiny Cardassian living in the station's panels, burrowers. Oh, so we're what? talking tiny, tiny. I don't know what that is. What's burrowers? Uh, I think he. I think uh, they meant borrowers. Oh, what's borrowers? Oh, you never saw that? It's like no. these tiny little, like, inch-tall people who live in the walls, and they, like, oh. borrow stuff from human beings to make their little society. Oh, that's cool. Like like brownies from Willow. Yeah, yeah. The Lil Cardi... <laughs> Zelt? Zelt. <laughs> ...was previously an engineer on the station when it was still Terok He got shrunk to its current size during a transporter accident... 
and is thought dead by the Dominion. Zelch proclaims that he's only the only real reason the station is still functional and holds the station hostage as the Cardassians suddenly arrive looking for Zelch. As much as a like a hot toy selling character Zelch is. He's hot, yeah, hot he's property. Toyetic. He's toy people fucking yeah. they're dying for more Zelch, Ca- right? Captain Phasma-esque, yeah. Um I'm going <laughs> to go ahead and ditch this one. Yeah, that one is crazy. Sincerely, Lieutenant Fresh Fry, Chief Swiss Cheese, puncturer aboard the USS Pumpernickel. Thank you for your hard work. You have to punch all the things in there? That's how it works. <laughs> Our next email mm-hmm. uh, is from Sully, thanks for nothing, who... Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. Bad episode <laughs> collections are a necessity, I understand. Yeah. Uh, it is entitled Toy It or Destroy It. Okay, this is good. We're just talking about toys. Weird. Happy, we're always talking about toys. That's true. It's not. Happy Hollow Days. Like Hollow that's am- Deck. That's amazing. I managed to find a temp job at Starfleet Toy Division, and they wanted me to send some holiday ideas out and have selected and have selected you guys as special consultants. Oh, cool. Should you answer the call. I love toys. I think I know the answer to most of these, but i got to show my work in order to earn my salary. For some reason, this is the only thing left in the Federation that's still based on capitalism. Or maybe this is a Ferengi scam? I don't know. (laughs) Anyway, Uh here's some patented toy it or destroy it, or grift it or drift it, yeah, or replicate or defenestrate it, throw it out the window, or stocking stuff it or snuff it, or... Uh, attack Pack Starship Edition, and there is a link here to Hot Wheels Attack Packs. That's a that's I had these. They're great. That's a Ca- toy made it. up of cars, trucks, yeah. aircraft, spaceships, and other vehicles. And when you push a certain part of the vehicle, they open up a mouth and transform into animals or monsters. Yeah, I had the the truck, the yellow one. The Yo, truck. that is sick yeah. as fuck. I am on board. Yeah, that's a good one. You open that shit up, and it turns into a babelum. Hell yeah. <laughs> He just had that stupid fucking look on his face. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, tickle me Neelix. Pass. That's oh, a hard pass. Hard. And yeah. Sully writes, yeah, I agree. He knew. Uh, you've heard of Elf on a Shelf. Next up is Q on a Pew. <laughs> like from like church? The religious Q toy that watches you while you sleep. Uh, I'll toy it if he has the, the like, adjudicator outfit on. <laughs> that would be so fucking good, actually. That's good, yeah. <laughs> uh, easy replicator peptide cake bake oven. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, hard, hardcore, yes. Uh, briar patch kids. The <laughs> they would just be the same thing. Uh, oh my god, this candle smells like my grandmother's. Okay, yep. fuck this. I'm just gonna yep. tell them that one was rejected. That's you gotta hit up uh, Gwyneth Paltrow for that one. <laughs> She's the one who makes those vagina candles. I mean, just not her, her vagina. I don't want to know a stranger. I think vagina. it is. I think it is hers. Toy research specialist Sully, Starfleet Toy Division. Norman Large, fun fact of the day. <laughs> okay, Norman Large. 
is a singer, stage performer, and actor from Barrington, Rhode Island, who appeared in several episodes of TNG, DS9, and Voyager. I think we look this up every time, and we're like, who the fuck is Norman Large? Uh, he was the, d- the dude who brain-raped uh, Troy. Yeah, he's neural, he's this guy. Some Rhode Island holiday dishes include tortiere, meat pie, Indian yeah. pudding, a molasses and cornmeal pudding, good with ice cream. Racist pudding, that's what I would yeah, call it. true. <laughs> Various fish and clams for the Feast of the Seven Fishes, if you're if Italian. You're Italian, yeah, yeah. And yeah. creamed chipped beef, sometimes yeah, known as shit on shingle. I've had that before. Yeah, we have that here. One year, my dad told me it was bird poop soup. And that he was so poor as a kid that that's what they'd get from Santa. <laughs> nice. Then he tried to get me to try it. The greatest gift I got for Xmas was learning that adults lie. Truth. JK, it was the Power Rangers stuff. R.I.P. Green <laughs> oh Ranger. Oh my god, I'm jealous as fuck! They, ins- uh, they insisted I sent a few more of these toys. Okay, here we go. Let's the Tribble Gachi. Yes, I'm yes, fully yes, on. I want that yes. for real. Yes. Uh, Targi Ruxpin. Yes. He says positive things about you being the strongest little warrior. Yes, I need that. Baby's first bat leth. What is that, like the golf clubs? Like the plastic <laughs> golf clubs? Uh, Paw Wraith Pocket. <laughs> P- Polly Paw Wraith? Polly Prophet? Polly Prophet. Those are all good. Fucking Those are Polly all Prophet good. should have been it. Yeah, Polly Prophet. Uh, baby Gorn. What's baby... Get what's... baby corn? Baby Gorn? What's baby corn? It's the little tiny corns that come in your, uh, <laughs> Chinese food. Oh, then fuck yeah. Uh, Dabo Girl Barbie. Hell yes. These all sound good. Those were great. Those are better than the first ones. I'm a big fan. I think I'll pitch them all, especially pitch. that one, the candle one. Pitch it. <laughs> yeah, the, I want that the candle. The Brandon Brogandle. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Did you ever want your house to smell like a pussy? The inside of a giant vagina? Pretend you're inside of one. (laughs) (laughs) What's that next email? Next email is from 2-Bit. 2-Bit writer. Uh, John Stamos is the title. I thought it was from John Stamos. I got excited. He's a fan. John Stamos has absolutely nothing to do with this email. That is called clickbait, sir. I can't believe I got clickbaited in my own email show. Yeah, that's not nice. Hello, Trek boys. I'm not even going to respond to that hello. Hello. <laughs> it's two bit. It's two to the bit to the writer. Currently working from home, which means hardly working. Am I right? Uh, yeah. Not me. <laughs> not me either, I don't think. Uh, any- anyhow, we just had a minor tornado touchdown today. Uh, so I thought that since the Twister could take me to Oz at basically any time of the year in Oklahoma, I should share my last will and testament to you. This is fucking sad. This is, uh, we better get some good bequeathments, is all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I, also, you get to go to Oz, that's dope. Uh, I, two-bit writer of sleep-deprived mind and gym-deprived body, <laughs> that's funny, <laughs> here bequeath the following. To my dearest Trek boys, in the event of my untimely unlivening, or disappearance, or being fed to a tiger, I will extend my Patreon pledge for an additional period of 12 months. Wow. I hope he doesn't die, but, you know, that's pretty cool. Well, if, if, 
if two bit writer lives beyond twelve, it'll months, be more. Yeah, that's then true. Then we get twelve months more. That's true. To those who don't know, you can join the M Class Podcast Patreon at patreon.com slash podcast for as little as $1 a month. That's right, for the price of a candy bar, you can join an awesome community of knuckleheads who love the same things that you do. So join today and tell them that old 2-bit sent you. It won't really get you anything, but I want to feel like an influencer. You've Damn. been influenced. I'm so influenced. I'm going to go there right now and put down a dollar. Damn it. Well, that's 50 cents to me then. Woohoo! I may as well just give Josh a couple quarters, but whatever. <laughs> Let's get a midpoint here. It would be the best Christmas ever if you did. <laughs> to the M Class Podcast Discord, I have hidden the gold at coordinates 35.471070 uh, 97.514270. I don't think those are real at all. Well, you you finished the email and I will look these up. Okay, yeah. I want that uh, fucking gold. By gold, well, you're going to be disappointed. By gold, I mean uh, my vinyl copy of ABBA Gold, as well as my personal personal stash of South African gold Krugergens. Those are that's like a real uh myth, right? That those are like hidden somewhere. Oh yeah. And Cuban cigars. Also, the coordinates lead to Chimney, North Carolina. Damn. That's a deep cut if you're a bros before pros fan. Rich. <laughs> it's rich's house, rich's town. If you want to get rich on gold, then head the co- those coordinates to that, Chimney, Virginia. That's fucking crazy. Chimney, North uh, Carolina, I mean. They aren't illegal now, I don't think, but they certainly were at the time I acquired them. I also have a Cuban cigar. It got smashed. Oh, I never got to smoke it. Uh, my wife will basically get uh, everything else, but she's an amazing human being, and I give any of you the permission to woo and comfort her in the time of grief when I'm gone. Is this a is this a sexual email? Like a this, like a, are, you, this, are you getting off on this? <laughs> this just got like. <laughs> Fucking old England as hell, dude. This is like prima nocta shit going on here. (laughs) We are the kings. That's right. Uh, What is your most prized possession, boys? Mine is the board game and tabletop RPG rulebook collection I started just at the start of the pandemic. Wow. My most prized possession is my friendship with Josh. (laughs) Man, that's a shitty prize possession. No, it's good. I'm sorry. It's I'm good. sorry that uh, that's it. Well, now I can't say anything. Yeah, you better not fucking say a physical object, you fucker. My prized possession is when I get to woo and comfort Two Bits' <laughs> wife. Nah. Um. What is my prized possession? That's a good question. Your lightsaber. I do love that fucking lightsaber to death. It's like yeah, right it's awesome. Me. Yeah. Um, Lightsabers are good prized possessions to have. I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. Books? I got some good books I like. my prized possession might be this little statuette of Bugs Bunny I have on my desk. You love that thing. Because I had to order it from France, and there were two of them left when I ordered it. France doesn't even know about Bugs Bunny. There are no Looney Tunes merchandise worth a shit in America. There's none. The statue is perfectly on model. That's fucking sad, because, like, Looney Tunes is cool. <laughs> it is cool as fuck. It's like it's like a perfectly on-model Bob McKimson 
Bugs Bunny. And it, it didn't cost that much, and I got it from France, and it's, like, one of, like, I don't even know how many. But it's, well, it's rare that, as fuck. I'm glad that France had it. I just you. wanted a piece of Bugs Bunny merchandise that wasn't garbage, and I finally got it. I'm that well. My prized possession is knowing that you have your prized possession. Shut up. <laughs> How about that? How about that shit? You like that? My prized possession um, is actually probably my wedding ring, because it means someone <laughs> would give me the time of day. Damn. <laughs> That's fucked up, but maybe not as sad as it sounds. No, but also, it's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. What's your prized possession, Josh? Oh, God. I don't know. Let me look around here. Just pick some. <laughs> Nobody's going to put it on record. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my cats. I love them. And I own them. They're mine. That's true. They're they're legally mine. I uh, gave them a birth certificate and everything. My, my cats are not my prized possession. Damn. They're all right. <laughs> Yeah, I love them. I love them. I don't think of them as possessions. They're friends. That's true. You're always upstaging me on these. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do I have to read the next one? Because you have to read the one after that. Um, actually, mm-hmm. no. You can read the um top one, and then I'll read. Oh, so I'll okay. read this one, and then and the next one. Got it. Okay. <laughs> oh, I opened the wrong one. Ooh. You fucking, you fucked it up. Um, note to future writers in, you could only write in one email at a time. That ha- ha ha. I got duplicates from three different people this time. You, one email an episode, I'm afraid. You got duped. <laughs> Our uh, next email is from Ensign Meow. Meow. And it's entitled, uh, Ensign Meow, Lost in Meowslation. That's, I don't know what that means. Long-range subspace relay two connecting, decrypting, totally real porn virus found inside your computer. Please oh, click shit. the correct download link from these 30 download buttons. Yes. Uplink established. Message follows. Did we click the right one? <laughs> hey, space pals, it's me, Ensign Meow. The, meow! The Ensign without a cause with the paws and maws and also has a jaw and owns a handsaw? In the future? Why do you own a handsaw? Rhyming is for art students anyway. (laughs) Damn, what does that even mean? How are y'all doing? Still spacing it up? Make sure you do your laundry every week and drink water and sit up straight. You're not my fucking meow. I'm not doing doing any of that shit. That sounds like dork shit. I'm not doing that. Did you get my great fucking joke, Josh? You're not my meemaw? I said you're not my meow. So fucking clever, Josh. You're, you're. I look like shit on this Praise episode. Me. Suck my dick right off. All right, fine. This, Let me get at it. This week, the Takianagi has done so much flying around space that Starfleet Command has called us back into space dock for servicing. Mm, so you know what that means. <laughs> what? <laughs> What'd you say? He said, mm, you're not the only one. Oh my god. You're making me look like shit in this episode. <laughs> See, you know what that means. Sure leave. Yeah, oh, yeah. fuck. Ooh. Oh, fuck. This space station has one of those mini quarks. Nice. <laughs> For the busy on-the-go space traveler who needs their lunchtime Dabo fix. 
Damn, that's called a gambling addiction. Don't forget the bottomless <laughs> gawk tray in the buffet. Now Ugh. they change it once a week for freshness. Mm. <laughs> Not because a federa Federation health inspector threatened to shut them down. That's totally untrue. That's totally... I don't believe it. I'm pretty good at Dabo, it turns out. It's definitely a game of skill and not dumb luck. Mm -hmm. I've got like six bars of latinum now. Is that enough to buy a moon? I have, it's probably enough to buy part of a moon. I have no sense of what currency is worth. I was born in the Federation. <laughs> <laughs> There's even a tiny chapel for getting married. Why they don't do it in the holodeck is beyond me. It even has a Ferengi in a tiny rhinestone Elvis outfit. That's amazing. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> That's fucking amazing. Have either of you been to a casino before? Yeah. Taken a trip to Space Atlantic City mm -hmm. or that weird moon that smells like vanilla and sandalwood, Los Ferengis? <laughs> I've never been to Vegas, but I've been to Atlantic City many times. Los and it's Ferengis. sad. I've never been to a Space Atlantic City. Have you been to Vegas? No. I've not been to Vegas. I, I find casinos to be very depressing. I have never been to a casino before, unless you count Caesar's Palace for the Sega Genesis, which I spent <laughs> many a time in. That counts. I'm going to say that counts. The, the music from the background of that game is burned into my brain. Oh, yeah. It's like... Dun, na, 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 uh, I'm in this Vulcan sandwich shop nursing a hangover at the moment. It's called Sandwich Restaurant. I guess branding isn't logical or something. <laughs> anyway, they only make sandwiches, but also recording of Vulcan literature on holodisc and small batch micro-produced plomique soup. Damn, so, that's boring as shit. So, you know, bottles of weird water. Vulcans are weird. <laughs> They probably think I'm weird, but I'm awesome, so whatever. They're the idiots. Damn, racism. <laughs> this is just pure fucking racism. Fucking Cadians, man. Am I right? Yeah, that's not racist, though. <laughs> the Takianagi is going to be docked here for another week yet. They got to check every bulkhead and conduit to make sure it's up to Starfleet spec. So some even more pedantic engineers are going to check my work to see if I can glue a panel back on correctly. You're gluing them on? Oh, my God. <laughs> Which I can, usually. I hope they paint, like, some cool racing stripes on the nacelles. That'll improve warp efficiency by, like, 0.003%. <laughs> we need it to get away from the Borg. Anyway, I finished this weird-ass only vegetable sandwich. Not sure why I keep giving Vulcan street food a chance. It's just salads in different forms. Oh, man. So I'm going to go get a Betazoid massage. Oh, shit. Do you think it's like a Betazoid wedding and the masseuses are naked too? I hope so. <laughs> Toodles, heart emoji, signed Ensign Meow, sent from my fluffy butt. Damn. Yeah. You don't There's put the pad sites. there. There's... <laughs> She's a cat. They got to sit on it. I guess that's true. They sit on everything. Uh, thank you for the spacism. <laughs> what, what did you do in Atlantic City, Josh? Uh, I went to a casino. <laughs> I got drunk as hell. Danced in a casino. Like at a, at a club, I guess. I don't know. And then I got a, I got a hangover and I drove home. That, that sounds fun. Yeah, I lost some money at the casino because you don't ever no, win anything. No one wins at the casino. Yeah. That was about it. 
I'm going to read our next before. email as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Instant Meow. Again, one email at a time. Our next email <laughs> is from David S. It's entitled Trellium D's Nuts. <laughs> well, sleep poorly. Don't watch the episode and call me David S. If it ain't the Trek one. <laughs> Holy shit. Did he fucking, like, read my brain? Uh, boys, my actual birthday is coming up on the 19th, and I'm turning a rickety 33 years old. Oh, you're young. I guess that was a few days ago for show skippers like me, and like a week ago for the freeloaders and strip club trek boys tossing singles your way. (laughs) Anyhow, I got me an Oculus Quest 2, so that's fucking awesome. Sweet. Have y'all had the chance to mess with any VR? I know y'all both got weird eyes or something. (laughs) My buddy buddy let me try out Blade and Sorcery on there, and hoo boy, it's like a physics-heavy kill folks with medieval weapons simulator, and it's fucking sick. Yeah. Also, there's magic and force powers, which feels fucking awesome to use. There's also mods, like lightsabers, so, you know, probably the best thing ever. Fuck yeah. Did you ever mess with VR? Yeah, it did. It was alright. I I didn't make me weird or anything, but it's it's wild when he first... That's not what made him weird. No, like, I didn't, I mean, you kind of forget where you're standing, so you're like, uh, I hope I don't hit anything, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, hope I don't hit anyone in their delicious dick or anything. Yeah, and I'd have to kiss it better. <laughs> um, boys, what's a good birthday present y'all have gotten in the past? Uh, I got a um, lightsaber. That's a really good one. Crystal, I gotta, for several holidays, gave me gift cards to Saber Forge one after another until I could afford it. Nice. It was fucking sick. I got a Nintendo on my fifth birthday. Oh, you the original fucker. Nintendo. That's such a good gift. You know and what? My, I stand my dad by it to this it. day. The Super <laughs> Nintendo is the best system ever made. I agree with that. I never had one. I loved it, though. I loved my, my cousin had one. I loved it. It's it was great. like... Super Nintendo was, like, the last system I can remember where you would just pick up a game off the shelf, and, like, nine times out of ten, it was at least good. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah. (laughs) Um, I also want to try out that Star Trek bridge crew shit, but in real full VR. Yeah. I love that continue episode where Josh and Nam play that. That reminds me, I often fantasize of a more lucrative time for M-Class, where y'all have the time and resources to do, like, fun Trek game or Trek episode watch-along streams or maybe film yourselves going to a local Trek con or something. Oh, hell yeah. Or doing Trek referencing activities, like maybe there's an Ambo Jitsu dojo near you. (laughs) Cowboy can dream. Man, we should do Ambo Jitsu. That would be fucking hilarious. We would be great at it, I think. In time, money, and viral infection was no concern. What would be some of y'all's ideal extended M-Class content you'd like to make? I think it would be great like if if there was no um, money, like money wasn't an option, right? Like, we would do the Star Trek cruise. Oh and man, that would be fucking great. It would be great. It would be horrifying because we would get sick as fuck <laughs> like, with every virus known to man. I guess that's true. I thought but, you meant like seasick. I don't get seasick, oh, we, but like I would get every. Yeah. You get sick with everything yeah. else. You just get sick. It's like it, cruises are like cons times ten. Like 
it fucks you up. But I, I think we would have to do it, right? Like, like if if money was no option, what I would love to do is have a booth at conventions. Yeah. And like, I guess we're rich enough; it doesn't matter. Like, straight up, give out m-class merchandise yeah that'd be sweet man and like do we've talked about doing this but don't really know how we would do it or where or when but doing like live episodes of m-class mm-hmm. where we do a showing of the episode and then we record an episode of m-class about that episode yeah there's probably like some star trek bars or something i bet you there are and like, that they do that stuff a lot like we could right? do it we could do it, like, at a convention, but, like, I don't know how to yeah. sign up for that. You'd have to get, like, a room for a certain period of time and everything. Yeah, you gotta make sure that, like, um... I think money, time, and viral infection is one thing, but also, like... <laughs> it wouldn't make sense to us to do, like, live M classes with, like, no one in the audience, no one giving a shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, right, audience um... size matters, too. Oh, why is Pinterest a thing? Pinterest can go fuck itself. I agree. Like, this is not a... Oh, my God. <laughs> I guess there's uh, 10 Forward is a real bar. Oh, yeah. Know. That'd be fun to go uh, to. Where is it, though? It's probably in Vegas. Everything's in fucking Vegas. Yeah. Although, uh, you just gave me the idea of something I would fucking love to do at conventions. Maybe not even at conventions. Like, maybe, like, figure out, like, a gym to do it in. Do, like, yeah. actual Ambo-Jitsu tournaments. We could make our own, like like stuff like we could just like make big fucking q-tips yeah big big fucking uh american gladiator style q-tips and just spray paint paintball Uh, equipment yeah we could like fucking tape off a hexagon in the parking lot or some shit and do like ambo jutsu tournament oh that would be so fucking fun (laughs) holy shit that would be so funny that would be funny as fuck man we it would be oh god we have to do that There'd be like, we have we, to like red red versus blue and you'd be yeah. on like teams to go through the tournament and whoever yeah. wins this uh, both sides faces off against one of us in like a yeah. yellow ambo jutsu outfit oh fuck <laughs> oh my god that would be great that would be fu- like live shows ambo jutsu tournaments like Star Trek The Cruise. Star Trek The Cruise. <laughs> fucking, like... do Like, doing a tour would be crazy fun. If that, would was be, all, if that would be possible. Like, our our listenership doesn't top over, like, 2,500 people, so that's not, yeah. like, feasible. It would be sweet, though. But doing, like, a tour where we, like, go around, like, the Northeast to, yeah. like, uh, theaters and do, like, live showings of M-Class... Like this American life, but with Star Trek and more dicks. <laughs> like we would watch an episode of Star Trek together in the theater, mm-hmm. and then uh, we would do the episode of M Class on that episode, and then we would do emails by having people in the audience ask us questions. Yeah, that would be the emails. M Class uh, question mails. Yeah, M Class Q and A. We'll workshop that. Q and A class. I'm trying to go back to the cruise and get my second chance with Chase Masterson. <laughs> you did botch the first one. Yeah, well, that would have it would have been it wouldn't have been a good idea. Nah. The um, like doing the cruise would be really funny if like we did like reporting live from the cruise <laughs> segments. <laughs> We're like in our fucking like 
like what do they call that? Like carriage fucking like uh, room that we're in. It's like oh, yeah. near the steam pipes and shit. <laughs> the steam is like firing into the room yeah. that we're sharing. <laughs> but like, yeah, we'll just cover it up with that lampshade. It's thing. just us dressed in like stereotypical ass like tourist like Hawaiian yeah. shirt and like cargo shorts, the, like the pop pop hat, yeah, the little the bit fucking, of white yeah. over the nose. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, that would be great. Like, interviewing st- celebrities on it. Like, what brings you to the Star Trek cruise? Are you on the yeah. show? And it's like <laughs> LeVar Burton or something. <laughs> you just, I just won a Lifetime Achievement Emmy. Oh, oh for what? what for? Were you on CSI? I don't recognize you. Were you on the show? Did you play Data? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, well, that's another year done, y'all. It's been a pleasure being a fan of yours and having a chance to practice some creative writing every couple weeks. Woo-hoo. I'm very impressed with y'all's new show. That's Bros Before Pros, Monday or something, I think, at <laughs> 8, 9 Central, right after The Simpsons. The Simpsons are on a Monday? <laughs> yeah, Bros Before Pros comes out on Mondays. I'll, I'll only say that all three of you are great writers, and I like it a bit better when you're praising each other and not putting yourselves down or comparing yourselves to each other. Oh, well, Jeff's better than me, so oh, sorry. Oh, no! Josh is I just I just did the thing that he hates. Hopefully oh, the shit. new year brings you and yours health, fortune, rooting, and a healthy dose of tootin'. <laughs> Signed David S. Eggnog Spiker aboard Deep Dish Nine. Damn, I thought it tasted like Canar. I love to drink Canar with Damar. You could <laughs> in the car, in the car, under the stars, <laughs> under the star. Let's quit this before we get too far. Okay, the next scene. Let's go to the bar. <laughs> Uh, Ensign Bobson Doug. That is, that's one of the fake names from that Japanese baseball game. <laughs> that's a great name. Let's find uh, out what game that's from while you read this. The the title is Uh oh Uh Howdy Trek Boys had a question about the incredible episode I Borg because I'm having some trouble. With the lesson learned at the end of it. Now, I don't remember this one too good. Uh, so. That's the one with Hugh. Hugh, yeah. Hugh. Um, Bobson Dugnut is the name of a fictional baseball player from the 1994 console game Fighting Baseball. Damn, great game. Uh, other, other names <laughs> include Sleeve McDykel. That's so. Onsen Sweeney. Mm hmm. Ray McSriff. Yeah. <laughs> Raul Chamberlain. That's cool. Uh, Shone Furcoat. These are like what Japanese people think Americans This is what Americans' name sounds like. Yeah. Todd yeah. Bonzales. <laughs> That's a real name. And Dwigged Rorchigal. You didn't go with Dwigged? Dwigged is good. Dwigged Rorchigal. <laughs> From the Connecticut Rorchigals. Uh... They continue. I can't say I agree with the actions taken by the crew. I don't remember the episode. <laughs> he, they, they, Bobson, whoever they may be, does oh, yeah. continue. They put it on the thing. I honestly do believe the right thing would have been to send three of five back to the collective with that computer virus, uh, ensuring the destruction of the Borg. 
Whoa, now I remember. Uh, I think it's yeah. telling that old Bobson won't call him Hugh in the same Yeah, <laughs> he's, yeah, they're saying that, yeah, yeah. You should put a computer uh, virus in Hugh and send him back and genocide yeah. the Borg. yeah. What if it doesn't work? Now hear me out before you start imagining me with a little square mustache and a comb over. <laughs> wow. Disclaimer, I haven't seen past season six of TNG. The, okay, here we go. We got a Borg primer here. Mm-hmm. The Borg are a colonialist force whose prime directive is not just genocide, but enslavement and destruction of everything that is different from themselves. They make it quite clear that they cannot be reasoned with, and any resistance will be dealt with lethal force. The crew showed three of five, Hugh, a level of mercy that the Borg do not show anyone else. Well, the, the thing about Hugh is... Is he learned. He learned what it meant to be an individual and what friendship is. Like, Yeah. It, it becomes a hell of a lot harder to kill someone when you're face-to-face with them and you know them. Yeah, you haven't gotten to the cooperative yet either, so spoiler uh, that's, alert. That is a spoiler. This turns out to be, like good it turns out to be like in their favor that they did this later yeah it reminds me of an article i saw in the washington post where the descendants of the natives who helped american pioneers survive the first thanksgiving expressed regret over that fact okay i I see i see where they're coming from yes yes okay (laughs) my point is that this this act of kindness looks and sounds like a massive error in judgment just like I think Kirk leaving Khan alive at the end of Space Seed was a massive error in judgment. This dude's horny for killing. I think we do need to temper that desire to do good and turn the other cheek when with a harder, perhaps more coldly logical way of determining the lesser of two evils. Now you sound like a Borg. <laughs> well, that's, a, that's it, the thing that you're, yeah. you're kind of... I w- maybe I wouldn't say dancing around, but like the the... like thing that you said earlier the crew show three of five hue a level of mercy that the borg don't show anyone else um the federation are not the borg like that's what makes us different if you do exactly what the borg is doing how are you any better than them yeah you yeah you're not evil doesn't beget Evil begets evil right like uh i'm i'm not one of those people who thinks that batman shouldn't kill the joker but yeah. uh, Hugh wasn't the Joker. Hugh was a child. Yeah, Hugh was more like a Riddler. <laughs> yeah, he loved riddles. Dude would never shut up about riddles. There's um, but I think the Federation's ideals are worth fighting for, worth suffering for. Yeah, and uh, again, there's even at the end of the episode, they talk about the fact that Hugh's learning his humanity and Mm -hmm. learning about friendship, learning about individuality is itself a virus that could infect the board as well. Right. And spoiler alert, it does. Also, I will say all these examples are not equal to one another. There are differing circumstances and events and different people and all that stuff matters. It's like, it's, you know, even not all things are black and white. Even right? Guinan, whose entire species yeah. was wiped out and wiped out or relocated by the Borg, one or the uh, one and both, when she met Hugh and saw that spark of humanity in him and sh- saw how much he really loved Jordy and like mm-hmm. and that connection that they'd created, 
even she couldn't sentence him to death afterwards. Yeah. yeah. It's there there's definitely like a lesser of two evils kind of situation where like is it is it worse to allow him to live or is it worse to kill someone directly in front of you? Right. There's an argument for that, but like it would take a cold motherfucker to murder a child who just made his first friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would... It's. A t- I mean, it's supposed to be a tough call, right? Like, in the episode, yes. it's like, oh, shit, like, we have a chance. But, you know, again, like, there's not a 100% chance that they're going to succeed with a virus. Maybe the Borg realize it and adapt to that and maybe they yeah, that you, causes you created yeah. a new super borg yeah that, or maybe they attack earth again you know what i mean like maybe they come back and they're like well fuck these people you know well, what yeah I mean? well that's the thing if if that virus would have failed they would have known where it came from yeah exactly like you can't code a virus and not have your species stink all over it make it look like the romulans did it <laughs> <laughs> Put a put an ASCII fuck Vulcans <laughs> in the middle of it. Is there a uh, Calvin pissing on a board cube? Is there that? Uh, is it better to annihilate the Borg to protect the countless species in the universe that it would target and destroy, or should we learn to live with the threat that the Borg poses because they are a species all their own? Uh, I mean, yes, that's what that one. That's what um, Crusher was arguing for that they're yeah. species all their own and like right. the others weren't convinced of that and yeah. really when it comes down to it their decision in that episode is based on the fact that like it wasn't uploading a virus into a computer and shutting down computers anymore it was uploading yeah. a virus into a living child and sentencing them to death yeah it would have been different if you like got unplugged and was just like I'm a Borg and you're done. You know, that would have been totally different. Like, had he not evolved and changed, right? Uh, I think Kirk leaving Khan on the planet at the end of Space Seed is a is horrific error in judgment. It was worse than death. Khan should have went to space prison forever. <laughs> yeah, he uh, he gets fucked. Khan gets super fucked. Yeah, I mean, he had he lives <laughs> a long life, though, before he gets fucked at the end of that. Yeah. Um, oh well, he had it coming. True. <laughs> Hopefully that all made sense because it's been bothering the fuck out of me. I do think both sides of this argument have validity, but I didn't find myself convinced of the crew's decision. Yours trekfully, and send Bobson Dugnut aboard the USS Leon Trotsky. Mm. What the fuck? <laughs> I um, strange name. The. Uh... <laughs> See, I think both sides of this argument have validity as well, but I, I yeah, could never yeah. see myself coming down on your side of it. Yeah, it would be tough to... Di- it's 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 easy to say, like, that's what I would do, but when you're faced with a decision like that, it's, t- again, totally different. It's totally like, different. The thing. idea of wiping out the Borg uh, sounds good, but, like, it's the it's the those who walk away from a Malus question. Yeah. Is a gigantic net positive for a lot of people worth right. the degradation and suffering of a child. Yeah. Who, uh, you know, who, how do you get like, okay, so you genocide the Borg, right? How are you then allowed back into society in the Wh- Federation? What are you capable of now? Yeah. Like, like you, how are you? Yeah. You, especially Picard who knows that being a Borg can be reversed. 
Exactly. Exactly. Like you, like the idea of the Borg as this unstoppable force sort of gets curtailed as mm-hmm. TNG goes along, especially after we realize that Picard is capable, goes from Locutus back to himself. You're, yeah. Seven of Nine becomes a person. You can reverse this. Right. It's totally reversible. Which is why it's really fucked up in first contact how Picard acts throughout that movie. Yeah. Um, it's really cool because it's a good character moment, but it I mean, yeah, you're right, man. He he's just like, fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, like, you're done. Like he he becomes like extremely like let's wipe these fuckers out, even though he knows it's curable. Yeah. yeah. You can come back from it. It's not easy. It's far from easy, but you can yeah. come back from being a Borg. So you are genociding an entire not like a a people, not maybe not a race, maybe not. Yes, yeah. but it would be the same uh, thing it, it's as like blowing up the ship in this episode Impulse that we just watched. If you could heal every single Vulcan right. on that ship back to normal, yeah. A real life example would be taking everyone who has like an incurable disease and euthanizing them, like. Or a curable disease, and yeah, like, <laughs> you know what I mean, like, like a disease yeah. that we found yeah. a new cure for, and just being right. like, well, it would be easier well, to kill them all. It's too late. Yeah, yeah. And this is this episode is past Locutus, the best of both worlds. So yeah, Picard understands that there is coming back, and Hugh, as a character, reinforces that very well. And mm-hmm. again, spoiler alert, but he reinforces it a hundred times more when he returns. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, the one thing about Picard that I'll give them is that there is a giant collective of people who used to be Borg in it because they found a way to reverse it on a massive scale. Yeah, they do that. They start that in Voyager. You get to the collective part where, like... And I think they even talk about Hugh, right? They'd say, like, oh, there was the the one, right? And it was him. Like, it's really... Yeah. yeah. Like, if, if we would have obliterated the Borg, how does that not make us... We, we've just obliterated a society in the same exact way they did. They're sick. They're... Yeah. They're... They've been it's, kidnapped It's a lot like and, the zombie yeah. virus, really. Yeah. Like, because, yeah. again, they're zombies. Like, if there's a cure for the zombie virus, it would be easier to just kill them all than it would be to try and save them. Right. But that's what makes the Federation the Federation, that they want to save them. Yep. Hopefully that makes sense. Again, your side of things, I, I see exactly where you're coming from as well. Especially at that point where like we don't really know what's going to happen with you. Yeah, it's hard not to uh, hard not to take that route when you know that the Borg can just fly to Earth and fuck it up, right? Yeah. And they don't <laughs> like, do it because yeah. uh, too far. Yeah, <laughs> we we can conquer stuff closer. We'll conquer their hearts. <laughs> <laughs> And we do. <laughs> that's fucking. That's stupid. the Federation, baby. <laughs> um, uh. I mean, there are all those arguments that, like, the Federation, like, people were always like, the Federation are just like the Borg, but they uh. bring you over through friendship. And I'm like, how's that the same? It's root beer that does it. Um, yeah. But. Uh, Thanks for all the emails, everybody. I know they were great. I know there were a lot of people who sent more emails in, but it's uh, nighttime now. It was oh, it was man. morning when we started, and it's nighttime. Do you know now. how much I love winter? I don't. Uh, I, I, hate I it. don't either. 
So we've been at this for like uh, five hours or something at this point. So yeah, my voice is like a glass. I swallowed glass. It hurts. It does. Um, I, I think it's because we don't talk a lot in our day to day, and then we do yeah. a show for five hours straight, and we're laughing and yelling and shit, yeah. being fools. Being, and then we suck each other off so much, like our dicks get raw and our voice gets raw. <laughs> Ow, yeah. that's a lot of sucking. It's dude, you're telling me that's a lot of sucking. <laughs> I'd buy that for a sucking. Thanks everybody for writing in. If you'd like to be part of the show, uh, please understand that your email might make it in and it might not. There's nothing against you. There's nothing against what you wrote. We want to keep the podcast around an hour, and we want to make certain that, you know, sometimes topics get brought up we don't want to talk about. Sorry. Yeah, like Please pierogies. don't message me. Please. <laughs> Please. We talk about pierogies, and then we're talking about pierogies for two hours. It's just a show. Please. I love you all. Please. Don't get mad at me. Um... Thank you, everybody. You could be part of the show by shooting an email at uh, mclassemail at gmail.com. You can find all of our links to everything, including our Twitter at mclasspodcast over at mclasspodcast.com. And you can support us over at patreon.com slash mclasspodcast. Thank you all so much. Peace. Peace. Yeah, I'm going to go take a nap. God, yeah. <laughs> Bye-bye. It's been a long week. Since the last email, it's been a long time since that last rich master's tale. Pitch it or ditch it from Boston John. I need to catch my fix of Jeff's table reads in a silly voice and Josh talking about dicks on M class. Email. I swear there's never a pass in them class. Email. It's always been singular that's in class. Email. Don't you settle for nothing less than it's back with a fail. It's in class. It's M class and plus email. Damn, Track Boys, where you find this.